On our spotlight today on KRWC, our regular monthly visits with Wright County 4-H, Kim Fox with the U of M 4-H department here in Wright County is joining us. Kim, good morning to you. Good morning. Good to have you with us today. We are going to wrap up a very successful Wright County Fair. We were talking about the fact that there were, I think universally, everybody I talked to is awfully glad that the fair was the week it was and not the following week. We'd have melted right into the pavement there. No kidding. We were really, really lucky with beautiful weather this year, um, and it just made for a really fun and successful fair. It's always, you know, I mean, because of the time of the year it is, it's always going to be a little warm, but um, I think overall it was uh, generally pretty good, and uh, nobody got got too overheated, and the animals uh, weren't too much in distress, so that was pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Our livestock and our 4-H'ers really appreciate the good weather. We actually bumped into each other this year for uh, the first time, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's a busy time at the fair, but always fun to see everybody. We're going to let you tell us a little bit about what happened with uh, 4-H in general and uh, give us kind of a wrap-up here of uh, some of the the top things that happened. We had a really fun and exciting um, time at the fair. Wright County 4-H had over 400 of our youth exhibiting at the fair, um, and so we have everything from our general exhibit building, with, which many of you probably um, strolled through. Uh, we have livestock shows throughout the fair. Um, we have an engineering design challenge, which is similar to Rube Goldberg, if anybody is familiar with that. We have a grilling contest. Um, we had youth participating in performing arts, um, a fashion review, and many other events throughout the fair. So the fair is always a lot of fun for 4-H'ers. Um, they're always super busy throughout the fair and have so much fun. Um, we had 2,735 exhibits um, throughout the fair, and that was livestock, horse, um, and our general exhibits, which is any type of project youth want to bring. So we had a lot of fun. Um, we're up over um, 126 exhibits this year, which is super cool. Um, and our kids, our 4-Hers, had so much fun at the fair. So great year. That's a big jump in one year, over 126 Yes, yeah, it was fun to see. We had a lot more exhibits, um, many more 4-Hers participating, so it's really, really cool to see that increase. Is that counting all of the uh, animal and uh, just general exhibits, too? Yes, it does. Yep, that includes all of our exhibits. And I had a chance to talk with, I suspect, what was uh, some of the uh, participants from newer clubs. Now, because there were a few names there that I had never had never said before, new club names. So there were a few new clubs represented. Yeah, we have a few new clubs that have been new in the last few years. So it's fun to see um, new clubs popping up and new families joining all the time. I think we've talked in the past about the fact that, uh, not to toot our own horn here, but uh, Wright County is, is among the leaders, is it not, in the state as far as participation? Yes, we have one of the largest 4-H programs um, in the state, and we have a very active 4-H program. So we have one of the largest dog programs, the largest horse programs, uh, just very, very involved youth. And so we're really lucky to have a lot of families that find 4-H valuable and um, join us in all the different activities throughout the year. Now, for a lot of the youngsters that exhibit at the Rye County Fair, if they, you know, are old enough to, anyway, the, the goal is to get a state fair trip and talk about how that went. 
Yes, yeah, so we um, offer state fair trips for any youth that get a blue or higher. Um, they get the opportunity to go to state fair, and then there's usually a lineup. So only a certain number of kids get to go in each project area, whether that be something like quilting or photography or in our livestock areas. Um, so we have 138 youth that will be going to the state fair, either with a livestock exhibit or um, a general static exhibit. So that's really, really exciting. Wright County will be very well represented at the state fair this year. Now, do they have a choice as far as uh, lodging and things like that? I know kind of part of the experience has always been, um, you know, staying down at the fair. But because we're close enough, do they have the option of maybe parents can drive them back and forth? or? Yeah, absolutely. So many of our youth do stay overnight, especially during livestock, because it just is a lot easier to care for your animal. But we have some families that do drive back and forth from their home every day. Um, or if it's a general exhibit, sometimes they just come up for the day and enjoy um, one day at the fair. It's always something that I think for most 4-H'ers, uh, they really kind of want to experience at least once. Some maybe don't go back, even if uh, they have an opportunity, but others want to maybe go as often as they can. Absolutely. So there's many opportunities to either, yeah, just go for one day or to go for multiple days throughout the fair. Now, what's it been? Um, obviously, the kids get the recognition of the state fair. I talked to many of the 4-H'ers this year about uh, those that had been there before, about what do you notice if you step up to state fair level? You know, the competition is definitely uh, a little more intense, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. There's a lot more intense uh, competition, which is a lot of fun. It's fun to have a little more competition um, and just sometimes different competition. Sometimes... Um, the classes you're in at the county fair maybe are a little bit smaller or maybe it's just different animals. So it's fun to see that competition. And then on the general exhibits, um, that's a little different too because even though it's still conference judging, um, you usually do it with a group of youth. So um, you get to hear about other kids' um, 4-H projects as well. And then um, your judge will judge you um, in relationship to presenting to that large group as well as talking to the judge. I have a feeling that for some of the 4-H'ers uh, that go to the state fair and meet up with other kids from other parts of the state, particularly maybe the younger ones, uh, they might you know, make friends with somebody from uh, a part of the state that maybe they have never been to or uh, wouldn't likely meet up with otherwise. Absolutely. The state fair is a great chance to kind of get everybody together from across the state and make new friends um, and learn about youth who probably have a similar interest as you. I noticed the 4-H food booth was always busy. Boy, during lunchtime, all the all the major feed times, it was uh, people standing out in line out the door. Absolutely. We were really busy at the food stand this year, and it's a really fun um, fundraiser for our clubs to take part in. All of our club members and uh, club leaders and parents all take their turn working a shift at the food stand. Uh, it's a big fundraiser for us, and it's a great way to uh, um, share a service with the fair. All in all, a great time at the uh, 2023 Wright County Fair. Tim Fox is our guest, uh, University of Minnesota Extension 4-H leader. And uh, let's shift gears here into a couple of other categories. I talked with uh, one of your interns, uh, Olivia Luaji, at the fair, and she had been out uh, just prior to the fair out here at the studios. But uh, the uh, intern season is kind of wrapping up here, isn't it? It is. 
is we're kind of sad that our interns will be done here in a few weeks. They've been a huge asset to Wright County 4-H this summer, um, and they helped deliver a lot of our programming throughout the summer, um, whether it be day camps, residence camp, county fair, um, and various other events throughout the summer. So we really, really appreciate their help and are glad they were able to join us. Well, it's kind of a two-way street there because not only, you know, does it help out uh, the local programs quite a bit, but in a lot of cases, uh, some of these students or student interns are are studying fields. I think Olivia told me she's looking into uh, education of some type. And, of course, you know, anything that uh, is interactive with kids of that age is beneficial on their part, too. Yes, it's a great learning opportunity for anybody that's interested in going into the education field. So we hope she can bring some things back with her into her future career. All right, let's move into the shooting sports, and they continue to be a very, very popular thing here in Wright County. Yes, our program continues to grow in the shooting sports area. Um, We talk a lot about our our fair and our um, projects related to the fair, um, but shooting sports is also really big in the summertime. We have uh, 83 youth that are shooting this summer, so that's uh, one of our highest numbers in a really, really long time. Um, we have they sh- youth shoot BB, air, um, archery, trap, and 22, just based on their age and their interest levels. So they practice weekly, and then um, in September, from the 8th through the 10th, we have a state shoot that youth go to, um, and they compete there. Yeah, and I didn't realize that there were that many different uh, avenues in the uh, shooting sports, all the way from, you know, the tiny, tiny caliber stuff to, to archery, which doesn't involve any um, you know, firearms at all. Absolutely. And a lot of our youth start with um, BB or air or archery, and they kind of work their way up through the program. Um, and a lot of our older youth are involved in trap and 22. Um, and archery has a wide range of youth age um, and interest level. So it just depends on kind of what youth are interested in learning about and their comfort level. So it's kind of fun that shooting sports can kind of grow with the 4-H'er throughout their career. Well, and trap shooting has become such a a big popular thing at high schools across the state and here in our area, too, that I'm sure one kind of dovetails right into the other. Yeah, absolutely. Many of our youth are involved in their high school shooting sports program um, and vice versa. So it's kind of nice that um, they can build on each other. Kim Fox with Wright County 4-H with us. Well, let's look down the calendar here a little bit uh, past August and get into September. What's happening? Yeah, believe it or not, fall is upon us. Nobody wants to talk about it, but it's coming. Um, that's usually the start of our 4-H year in September. Um, 4-H members can join any time throughout the year, um, but September is always a really good time to join because we're kind of starting things up, reintroducing the program to new families. Um, and so we have an open house coming up September 24th, um, and that's at the Public Works Building in Buffalo where our 4-H office is housed. We'll have some fun activities. We'll be sharing a little bit about what 4-H is about, sharing about our clubs, um, and helping anybody that's interested in joining get more information. We kind of talked about it a little bit at the uh, early part of the show, but you've got some statistics here about the increases in numbers in 4-H locally. Yeah, we are increased in both 4-H membership and our volunteers. Um, So we have a 7% increase in membership this year with 732 members. And that's super exciting to see um, so many 4-Hers joining the program and finding their niche in 4-H. Um, we just love to see that increase. Um, and that is 
made possible by our volunteers. Um, for anyone that's been a part of the 4-H program, you know that our program is run by some really, really awesome volunteers. We have 188 volunteers, which is up just 8%, um, kind of to match our membership increase. So um, for every member that joins, we need some volunteers to support them at the club level or at county level project learning. So we're really excited to see those numbers going up and to be able to reach more youth. And in many cases, uh, a lot of the volunteers, not always, but a lot of the volunteers uh, maybe once upon a time were uh, 4-H'ers themselves, uh, or maybe they were 4-H'ers and took a little gap in time, and now maybe they're semi-retired or retired, and they've got a little more time on their hands. It kind of is a wide variety of different um, ages and walks of life for these volunteers. Absolutely. The most common thing is our volunteers have an interest in a project area or have an interest in helping a 4-H'er in their family or in their life learn about something. So, yeah, we have volunteers with all sorts of different backgrounds and interests, and we welcome them all. Well, let's look uh, even a little farther out into the fall here. You've got some awards uh, nights coming up, and but that won't be until we flip to October. Yeah, the beginning of October seems a ways away, but it will be here before we know it. Um, every year we kind of wrap up our 4-H year with our awards banquet on October 7th. This is a really big celebration for us and a great way to recognize all of our 4-H members and our volunteers and our families um, for all they put into making the 4-H year a great one. Let's review again about, uh, you know, this time of the year. Um, there always seems to be... Uh, some movement with families and things like that. Maybe some families are moving into the area. Maybe they're going to be getting um, youngsters into uh, a new school. Maybe they were 4-H'ers elsewhere and they want to seek out a, a club in this area to join on to. Uh, tell us again about that September uh, evening for the uh, introductions um, and the new 4-H year. Yeah, our 4-H Open House will be on September 24th from 1 to 2.30 at the Public Works Building um, in Buffalo, and that's at 3500 Braddock Avenue, Buffalo. It's where our 4-H office is also housed. Um, so you can meet 4-H staff, volunteers. There'll be some 4-H members there as well. Um, we'll have some interactive activities, and then we can give you information about which clubs to join, um, what you can do in 4-H, and answer any questions you might have. Yeah, and it wouldn't have to be newcomers to the area either. Maybe uh, youngsters have a a new interest after they went to the Wright County Fair and saw how much fun everybody else was having. Absolutely. And, yeah, you may have a friend or family member that's in 4-H, but you just want to know more about it or kind of want to be able to find what your niche is in 4-H. So stop on by, and we can help you with that. I know that uh, other leaders and other youngsters, too, have kind of mentioned that, uh, you know, they can kind of ease their way in. They don't have to just hit the ground running either. Absolutely. We have families that start 4-H by just doing one day camp or just doing shooting sports. Um, and then they kind of ease their way into finding more things they're interested in um, or which club is right for them. So you don't have to do all the things all at once. Um, you can kind of do what works for your family and what your family has time for. Right. And, and although we've said it a million times, I guess uh, some folks maybe uh, have not heard it. Of course, uh, you by all means do not have to be uh, a resident of a rural area or on a farm or anything like that to be in 4-H? Absolutely not. Um, and I think Wright County is an interesting place where we have 4-Hers from all different walks of life, everybody. Some of them live um, in, uh, you know, in town, some live on a farm, some in a more suburban area. 
So we're just really lucky to have um, 4-H membership from all across Wright County, and we have clubs all across Wright County. Some of them are, you know, very heavily focused on um, more rural life, and some of them are much more focused on other aspects of 4-H. We have a very big STEM program in Wright County, so science and engineering related. Um, So there's lots of different things you can learn in 4-H regardless of where you live. Always something for uh, anybody in the 4-H program. Well, Kim, always nice to talk with you. Let's finish up with some reach-out information here. If folks want more information directly from you or just want to kind of look through some of the website information. Absolutely. Um, Our website is extension.umn.edu backslash write. Um, If you have any questions, you can call us at 763-682-7379. Um, or you can check out our Facebook page, Wright County 4-H. Um, you can see a lot of great pictures from our fair and some of our summer events if you're interested um, in what 4-H is all about. Okay, Kim. Well, it was nice to uh, put a face with the voice there at the Wright County Fair, and I'm glad we didn't melt. And uh, <laughs> we'll talk again here uh, either next month or the following month, and uh, we'll talk with Kelly, too. Sounds great. Always a pleasure. Have a great month. Thank you. Kim Fox with Wright County 4-H on today's Spotlights on KRWC.